<laughs> oh my gosh, it's still so weird being able to see you but not see you. And oh man, it's really weird. <laughs> oh, and the voice is out of sync with your mouth. So, like, it's also... <laughs> um, you guys, again, we are still doing this in a new way. Um, we are recording on Anchor for the audio of the podcast, but then we're also looking at each other via Meet. Yes. Which is awesome. I love that we have this capability. Um, oh, hold on, I think it glitched out. What was that? Okay, I just had to love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's. I really think like my Wi-Fi signal is not that great. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it um it definitely cut out on my side too. So I don't know. Okay. Okay. Blame us both. It's all these people on the internet now. It is. Sorry, people. <laughs> all right. Um, so today's episode, we are going to be doing a tiny spot on Ancestry because BPL is amazing and they opened up their Ancestry for anyone with an e-card. So we're going to tell you how to get access to that and then talk about some tips that we have from searching on it. All right, we're going to go and we'll be back after the music. All righty, see you soon. All right. <laughs> we're back. We had some technical difficulties, guys, that you did not see, but it was making alien sounds. We've been contacted. It's all right. Um, they're coming <laughs> for us. That was <laughs> uh, <now> the hour. <laughs> yes. All right, you guys. Um, so, Ancestry. Jamie, have you ever done Ancestry before? Have you used it? The one in the library? Long, a long time ago. Um, okay. When I when I first, well, I mean, I have do, I've done Ancestry on my own, like personally, like years ago. And then um, when I first started working for Brooks, I ended up creating uh, or doing like a very quick one just on my own. Yeah. Um, but um, but no, I haven't done a lot recently since then. Um, just because I didn't feel like I went in with very little information. I knew like a few things, but not enough. Um, so it was a lot of um, a lot of guessing. Um, but um, I have family members who have done a ton of ancestry, and they went way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing what you can find just using more or less simple documents like immigration yeah. papers or, or war records and I did I was like you when I first started working at Brooks I did some ancestry research just to familiarize myself with the library version of it um, just so all of you know ancestry has different levels of service so there's the main one that goes out to everyone who signs up for ancestry but then there's also a tier of service for libraries um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. But yes. like, yeah, when I was searching, <laughs> I went in with very little information and I found yeah. out a lot. It was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Um, like the, what I could remember was like bits and pieces that I had remembered overhearing as a child, like so-and-so had a moonshiner in the family at some point. And I'm like, I don't know if I can figure this out, but I'm going to try. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, I, I really- I think I'm going to take advantage of this too, um, yeah. especially like with this quieter time. Is um, I'm going to try and play around with it too because it's just it's so fun. I mean, you know, uh, with what little information you have, you can you know find a lot of things. Yeah, with those little leaf things and 
Yeah, I mean, I was able to get pretty far back on my dad's side, not as far on my mother's side. Well, it was so I could get far back on the Italian parts of the family, but the part of the family, there's a branch that's Polish, like could only get up to about the time when Russia was taking over everything in Europe. And then it was really hard. <laughs> so um, unless I ever go to Poland, I'm not sure I'm ever going to get past that roadblock. That was like, great grandma? Was that great grandma or was that grandma? It's so cool. I think it was great grandma <laughs> on, on my mom's side. One of the great grandmas. I know we did learn that um, I'm related to someone who signed the Declaration of Independence, which was really cool. That's awesome. But it's hard to, I think, um, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but like, you know, when you do research, um, Ancestry is great because you can really focus in on your specific family. Because when you search for the Thorntons, which is my last name, um, first of all, uh, if you are recognizing that last name, it's because it's the name of one of our meeting rooms at the library. I am not related whatsoever to um, the people who were it was named after. And... Uh, <laughs> I found out that it's Thor- Thornton was a location name, so it meant that you were a person that lived in a town surrounded by thorn bushes. Um, so, um, being such a location name, it's really it was hard in the beginning without ancestry really to uh, narrow down who exactly I'm related to. Because yeah, I mean we have the same last name, but but we it, may not be related. Yeah, maybe our our uh, old relatives lived you know next to each other in this town surrounded by thorn bushes but they were not actually uh related so um it's um it's definitely really interesting and i think ancestry has definitely helped uh narrow it down and uh finds like actual links um so it's been cool it has been especially it's fun when you get into like the different spellings of names and it's like okay well i'm so i have a um i have a great grandpa named oclario moranino right Wow. <laughs> um, so, Oclario, you would not believe the ways people have spelled this man's name <laughs> in official records and documentation. It was really interesting being able to use Ancestry and, and track him down despite not having like a firm way of spelling his name. We know the way that we spell it in our family, but like on official documentation, it's different. <laughs> Yeah. Just for whatever, and same with his wife was Teresa or Teresa. So the way that it was spelled was either the Americanized Teresa or it was a more Italian Teresa. And you know, limiting down her family to this tiny town in Italy where it was from, and then his family in this tiny town in Italy where he was from, it was really neat. It was really, really cool. That's so cool. It um, is, it's great. It's less great, like you said, for names where you're. Well, it's so good, but it, it's more hair pulling when it's your name is a yeah. type name. I, I think it has. Ha- well, it's not actually qu- common, really. Um, it's just like, like lo- location, um, location, and job names. Location, yeah, and job names are really hard. Um, yeah. And um, you know, another fun fact that I'll just throw in there too. On the other side of my family, we're related to William Brewster, um, and he actually founded the town of Brewster. Um, <laughs> And we um, found out that his his um, his children had fantastic names. It was like wrestling, fear, love, um, like a lot of like really absurd. And then there was just like one 
like very general like john or something like that. <laughs> a single john um I, i'll have to look up like specifically the list of names because it's um it's just when i found this out i was like what what do you mean this is how you name your your kids oh no no that's i i guarantee you so my mom's dad his side of the family was the polish side of the family right there yeah. are like five generations of johns all spelled j-o-n do you know how hard it is to figure out which john goes where <laughs> and how normal john sesco like the way it's spelled in polish versus the way it's spelled now because i butchered it when he came over here the original john sesco how common that name is it's like john smith essentially yeah. is what i seem to be getting so i'm looking for john smith from poland <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it's crazy i can uh, that side of the family I, i'm mostly given up on trying to find anything useful that's the same and uh just to throw in i've found their official names we have jonathan brewster um of course and then we have love brewster fear brewster patience brewster (laughs) wrestling brewster those were their names what what time period were they born in um he was uh william brewster was born in 1568 and um, he died in on 1654. Okay, so assuming like Sorry, 1600s-ish, yeah. these names were around. I love that there's a fear Brewster. <laughs> you met like I would, I would hope that that means that they are fearless, right? Like, you, oh, your name's this, so you have to be fearless. I feel um, like it. I think it has something to do with like being pious. Yeah, like fear God was a typical name back then fear god something or other yeah my, my family had this joke that like you know patience was you know just the most impatient person ever uh mm-hmm. fear wasn't fearless and wrestling was like a very peaceful person <laughs> like, i love wrestling like the, one of these names is not like the other <laughs> wrestling um uh, yes my child john <laughs> <laughs> poor john must have been like such an outsider <laughs> John must have been like, fine, I'm just gonna go in this corner. You guys have your cool names. <laughs> I mean. Oh man. Let's see. I don't do I have any cool names in my family. Uh we had a Santina. We had, as I said, Oclario. A middle name that's common in my name is in my family is Mafalda. Oh. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's my grandmother's middle name, Jacqueline Mafalda. Moranina was her was her maiden name. Um, so Jacqueline Mafalda Sesco. Yeah, <laughs> that's a name. That's a name. <laughs> My original birth name is really funky. It's um, Yovana and Chaiwa Chavez. Wow. Yovana. Yovana. Yep. That's fr- that's pretty awesome. I. It is a pretty awesome. It's a nickname for Yovana. <laughs> Anna, I guess. Oh, Anna, yeah. Duh, that's that's more... <laughs> or if you Americanize it, then Gio. <laughs> if you Americanize it, it's Gio. Because G-I-O-V-A-N-N-A. Oh. Yeah, Giovanna. It's amazing. Or Giovanna. Yeah. So names are really cool. Mm-hmm. And Ancestry, if you are into that, if you are into your family tree, Ancestry is a place that you're going to want to go to mm-hmm. check this out. And again, it's fantastic that BPL has made this a service that's available for the duration of their closure um yeah, it's, it's not going to be indefinite but it is for the duration of their closure so you can have some fun while we're uh, we're all stuck inside um yes build your family tree 
build it and then print it out or save it however you please um, so you can access it. <laughs> yes. So, Jamie, do you want to talk about how you can get an e-card? Yes, sure. So, um, uh, very simply, you can just go to bpl.org slash e-card. Um, otherwise, you can just go to the Boston Public Library website and you um, hover over services um, and click that drop down and it will say um, e-cards on the left-hand side. It says sign up for and then you scroll down and it says uh, library card registration and e-cards. Um, and when you click into that, it walks you through it. Um, it talks to you about what an e-card is and how to get one and you select onto that and it gives you a link for signing up online um and it describes all the online resources that it comes available so fun fact if you have a uh library card uh for the boston public library as an e-card you can sign in to hoopla twice which means yes. that it, that gives you twice the Definitely. amount. I, I don't know how. I think they might offer ten usually. Yeah, they're at ten. BPL. Um, so twenty could, things. Yeah, so that's twenty things. You know, with our us combined. I don't know if you need twenty things uh, per but month. Still. Um, but uh, you know, yeah. if, if you do it. You know, especially now, um, it gives you that option. And you can also sign in overdrive as well i don't know um if that makes anything that much different it probably gives you more options to or are more um things yeah you have more checkouts help. more checkouts um, and i think they've overall also had more checkouts available too i think it's a probably mm. um so with our 10 right now right which we've increased on hoopla yeah and yeah so it's um a lot of resources just in general um and then um that's it you're you sign in um i think if i just click out of curiosity clicking into right now it's basically walks you through the whole thing um it's very yeah, it's pretty easy very structured and, yeah super easy to do um did you want to talk about then now accessing ancestry sure i actually want to touch on one thing though about the e-card before yeah. we move on um eligibility that is the one thing yes. that we need to mention so yeah. you are only eligible for a boston public library e-card if you meet any of the following criteria so mm -hmm. there's a couple you have to reside permanently in massachusetts or are living in state for most of the year to attend school or commute to a massachusetts employer on a sustained and regular basis meaning your primary place of work or you own property real estate in Massachusetts. So if you meet any of those criteria, then you are eligible for a card. If you're only a short-term resident, unfortunately, you are not eligible for a Massachusetts, um, for a BPL library e-card. E I can't speak today, but that's okay because you can always contact us. There is a link for signing up for our card on our page at brooksfreelibrary.org. It's not going to get you the ancestry access, but you will have access to something called Heritage Quest, yes. which pulls from the same databases as ancestry. It doesn't just doesn't have as wide of a reach. Mm -hmm. So if if you're a summer resident who's listening to this and you don't live here for you know enough time to qualify as a long-term or property owner or residing permanently, then still sign up for a Brooks Free Library clams card because you do still have genealogy access. Hmm. Another another thing to note too is the um, the age restrictions. You have to be at least 13 and over. Oh yes. And um, that your e card when eventually everything reopens again. 
you can't um, you can actually <clears throat> request and borrow uh, physical materials too. That's something mm-hmm. you can do. Um, but um, but you can't do that um, with a e card um, to physically check out things. You have to have a physical card to do so. Yes, um, and you can bring the e card to any BPL location to get that updated to a regular card. Yep. Which we should do the next time we go to the city. Yeah, when I would everything love to. is over. I would like to have a physical BPL card in my hand. Yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, but okay, Collecting. ancestry. Ancestry. All mm-hmm. right. So the way that you're going to get to ancestry on BPL, the easiest way that we found this morning when we were poking around was to go to their main page again, bpl.org. And then scroll down. It's a little bit more than halfway down the page. It's an orange box that says online resources. If you click on the link that says newly available remote access resources, that's going to open up all the stuff that they've put as available from home for the duration of their closure. And at the very top is Ancestry Library Edition. Yeah, they so have a great tutorial on it too. They do. It, I looked at it earlier and I'm like, oh, wow, this is really in-depth. So fancy. Um, take some time to go through that. It gives you some help on how to get started. But you're going to want to click on Ancestry Library Edition to actually get access to Ancestry. And that's where you're going to enter your BPL card number and the PIN that you create when you make your e-card. Now, if you do want some extra help with Ancestry and how to search for things, we did find under Books and More on their top red ribbon, if you go there and then you click on Genealogists in the middle column under Learning and Research, they have a really extensive introduction slash getting started guide to genealogy research. They've got tips to help you on your way, how to stay organized, um, principles of family history research. So really useful stuff. Take a look over there. BPL has so many different departments and resources going on. Like they, they really are incredible. It's amazing what a giant library can do and, and have the flexibility to do. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and just scrolling through, like I was just scrolling through all of the other things that they're offering online too. It's, it's great um, what they're doing. Yeah, but um, so Ancestry, once you're on there, I think my best tip for searching on Ancestry is when you're looking up someone's name, don't use the exact search is exact option. Use exact sounds like or is exact spelled like or just leave exact unchecked because let me tell you, census takers back in the day. They did not spell names. They just phonetically oh. sounded it out. And they're like, yeah, that looks about right. <laughs> That's a lot of the reasons why all of our names are so differently spelled than our right. ancestors were. Is that like, you know, they're like, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to, you know, spell it out and <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, I wonder if I still have the the um, record of my great grandma's name and the original spelling of Sesco. Because right now it's S-E-S-K-O. But it's that's not how it's spelled at all. Like that's someone gave up halfway through the name. <laughs> and so we are missing like a whole bunch of letters at the end for oh that name. God. So but, like her first name was Swalina. C-W-E-L-I-N-A. And that's well, she was an interesting lady. Okay. So apparently she was married in Poland at some point at a young age. And then escaped that situation moved in with a priest lived with that priest for a while then popped up here in america we lost track of her at some point 
but she wow. was really interesting. Yeah, she. This is the side of the family that had the moonshiner who operated during Prohibition. So you know they were definitely like my five generations of Johns. They're quite awesome. <laughs> um, the Carter side of the family. Eh, apparently that name means tax collector. So they were tax collectors down in Sicily. Eh. <laughs> the Moranino side of the family. They were pretty awesome. They were rice farmers, etc. Out in um, Trino, Italy. Oh my god. But, I, I definitely am biased to the Moranino side of the family and the Sesco side of the family. The Carter side of the family is awesome, but I'm like, meh. <laughs> yeah, the um, I have um, so the Italian side is the is the Devitos, and we have mm. a ton of family members in that side that are named Guy. Just Guy. So we have like a ton of guys. Oh and, my god. Um, so I'm just imagining, you know, give it a, you know, years and people are going to try and research their, their DeVito side and just all these guy DeVitos. <laughs> oh my. I have a really cool grandpa. His name was Columbus Carta. Oh my goodness. Um, he was first generation Italian American here, served in World War II out on the Pacific front. Um, but Columbus, Columbus J. Carta. He's pretty cool. Like just, just a really cool dude. But what a name. <laughs> what a name to give your child. And he married Santina Lestrina. Whoa. Yep. I so love Columbus it. Columbus Carta married Santina Lestrina <laughs> and produced William Carta. <laughs> which well, is <laughs> I think they both t- looked at each other at some point and were like, no. <laughs> We're not carrying on the family tradition of, of, of very difficult to spell long names. <laughs> but what's actually cool about my family is, okay, so last name is Carta, means tax collector, essentially. Like, that was job description down in whatever part of Sicily they were from. My parents, my parents are involved in taxes. My dad was a, what was he, he was like a vice president or president of tax at a company that he worked for out of New York and then my mother is a tax exec over at a bank and I'm like it comes full circle and I, I don't believe I live in a town surrounded by thorn bushes but I would like to think that I do yes exactly exactly <laughs> oh man but you guys this is why ancestry is fun because you find out so many interesting things about your family and it's really cool to just be able to i think like speculate about what their life was like and what they were doing um to find out jobs that they did um the kids that they had you know following the different branches like oh okay so this person got married this person didn't get married this person had kids this person didn't and seeing where it all goes and where it all traces back to um, I will say for Ancestry, one thing in particular that I noticed with my family is there was a lot for, like, Western European countries, but not so much on Eastern European countries. And I think that probably had to do with just general upheaval in the amount of government turnovers right. throughout the decades in those areas. Um, war does terrible things, and records are a part of what get lost when something like that happens, so... If you are searching and you have a more Eastern European descent, then you may have a little bit of a harder time if you're in a country that has seen a lot of 
hand changing essentially so like poland is my my big example it's really hard to find anything because i'm like i don't know what this tiny town in poland was called back when russia had it yeah like i don't know (laughs) so um it it can get tricky and you can uncover some really cool stuff about about different ancestors that you have and what they did so it's a fun thing to tackle if you have anyone in your family who is of another generation that's a bit older definitely pick their brain um i got a lot of my info from my great aunt who remembers everything literally everything like she's an elephant but she was really useful in like remembering obscure spellings of names that i couldn't remember that's so cool (laughs) yeah 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 but pick their brain sit down there don't use exact match unless you're absolutely certain it's useful to use it on location i feel like Mm -hmm. more than it is on name because you're like i don't want every john smith in i i want every john smith in this tiny part of england i don't want them from the rest of england so that would be useful using exact match there um and don't forget to also search other family trees that already have been made the bpl yeah the bpl webinar takes you through how to do that because some other people have already done the work for you Mm -hmm. and look there's your long lost relative yeah actually so when i was creating mine uh when i first started working in harwich um at the at the library um i actually found my aunts um and i was like oh you did all the work for me so i just like added hers to my family tree and it just (laughs) exploded from there and there were so many different things i learned uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah it's um it's you would you'd be surprised you might even find you know a relative that's art doing a lot of this and i was like oh hey <laughs> it's quite cool yeah. very cool mm-hmm. um that's ancestry i don't really have much else to say about it besides it's awesome go try it sure. become a genealogist mm-hmm. <laughs> um if you need help with it though i would say reach out to jamie or anyone on our reference desk yes. because and, uh, they yeah yeah, you can you can email the uh, it's a Brooks. Uh, sorry, I'm forgetting. It's a Brooks reference at clamsnet.org. org, um, mm-hmm. and um, it, please email us any of your questions. And then I, I'm pretty sure that like I think we mentioned too, the BPL, BPL also has a help center there as well. Yeah, um, depending on you know what the issue is, um, one of us can help you. I'm sure. Yeah, and Ancestry does have its own like mini help center where you can print out yes. things like um family tree charts to help you stay organized and get started so if you do run into like i have too many notes around and post-it notes hanging off of things and oh, there goes the dog with a note dangling out of his mouth you can print off organizational charts from ancestry itself that you can fill in and it'll help you keep track of stuff but yeah awesome that's ancestry yeah all right should we do like a couple seconds of silence for the music and then off all right Bye, everyone. Thank you.